me, Radio Matt. Uh, I am here to bring you a very quick Bible thump this morning. Uh, Drew Dixon did have one prepared. Unfortunately, uh, we had some audio issues with his recording. And so uh, we're going to be pushing that message to next Sunday. And uh, I'm going to be bringing you a message today. And we're going to go all the way back to the very first chapter, the very first book, almost the very first verse, chapter 1 of Genesis, verses 3 and 4. It says, Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good and separated the light from the darkness. That's it. Simple verse. <clears throat> Simple verse that packs kind of a powerful message. God's creative power has been in his divine speech. He merely had to speak light into existence, and there it was. And that same speech qualifies that light as good. And in the same manner, he creates the sun, the moon, the stars, the waters, the animals, man. And that same speech qualifies all of those things, good, 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 and good. From the beginning of time itself, speech has been a powerful concept. Speech is a much more powerful tool than even many of us realize today. Many of us were taught as children that, that sing-song phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And that is one of the biggest lies that we were ever taught and that we still sometimes continue to tell children today. Words are powerful. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but those bones will heal. Words can leave wounds that last a lifetime. The spoken word has the power to build up and the power to destroy, the power to inspire and the power to depress. Even our written words have this power. This is the most powerful thing that we do as humans, quite honestly, and we're so reckless and careless with our words, completely oblivious to the damage that we're doing. None of us are immune to this. We are all guilty of using our words improperly. And uh, I'm not necessarily talking just about like cursing or things like that. I mean, with how we choose to speak to others or about others. Why do people leave the church? Most of the time, it's because something was said to them that destroyed them in the moment. Sometimes it's things that are left unsaid that causes the pain. There are many nerds in our Love Thy Nerd community who have been told that because they're a fan of this or that, uh, game or book series, or even they spend time playing video games at all, that they're sinning because of this. That nerdy pursuits are just a waste of time or a drain on the soul. Meanwhile, these same voices will complain endlessly about politics and gossip and kids today and whatever else that they don't trust or don't understand. All of their words are used to tear down. But even then, most of these people act this way because they themselves were spoken to the same way when they were young. And uh, growing up, it just became a generational struggle, a habit that they may be unaware even exists. When we speak, we should always be looking to build up. The old adage of if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all is appropriate in almost all of your social circumstances. And I say this as a man who struggles to do this every single day. We live in a world that has their tongues on the trigger of the cancel culture gun. So many of us are waiting for a reason to speak out in anger or hatred, usually because pointing out other sins distracts us from our own failings. Don't attribute to malice 
what can be attributed to a lack of understanding. Lift up, build up, repair. Be a light. God used his speech to create life. We should always be trying to do the same. Thanks for joining me today for Bible Thump. Drew should be back next week. And uh, remember, Jesus loves you, nerd. <laughs>